Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Sharp Objects episode 2, it is called Dirt. So full spoilers for the episode as always and uh, we're right, all, all the titles and all, all words that she's got in her body. What a shock. Yeah, two, two out of two. Um, I'd be highly surprised if they change that system. If they do it'll be for the last one. It'll be for the finale and it'll be a word that's on something else. Or, or, or maybe it'll be a, at some point there'll be a word she contemplates put in there. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. It'd be cool if they put like the word. The, t- the title was the word, but it was like had, it was scored out because she doesn't actually go through with it. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too hard of this. Uh, so obviously, we we left last time. We saw the scars. Second girl turned up dead, and this episode is largely about the funeral of that girl, the family dealing with it. Camille doing her investigation. Obviously, there's more personal stuff. And we also have Detective Willis kind of looking into the, 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 the two murders. And so sort of looking into it. But let's start with him, actually. Let's start with, let's start with Teeth and and Pliers. Um, and I did notice, I mean, because there was a motif with Camille this episode with spiders and spider webs. Yeah. Uh, they were there quite a few times throughout the episode. And there wasn't as many pliers. But I did notice that later on, I seen with the police chief, he had pliers like, attached to the, the stop saying that he was hammering. And I don't know if it was necessarily me and anything, but because I was so, I was looking for spiders, you know, after a while I was looking for webs and spiders and you know that imagery, that I was like, oh, more more pliers. Are the pliers important too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I don't think they are. <laughs> I, I think I think the pliers and the teeth were were were, at, were face value. I I would like to think so. Yes. yes. So but he goes to the coroner and he's like, yeah, the teeth were pulled out with pliers, and he's like, you know, would that be easy? Like, you know, how how strong would that? You know, how much strength would that take? And he's like, oh. No, Take some muscle, like so. And we see him just like come back to his motel, and he, he throws a, a pig's head, and because we keep hearing about how this this town, you know, made its money, like the the rich people made their money from pigs, like it's just a, yeah. it's, a it's a hog town, and he just pulls out some pliers. He's got he's got a variety of pliers as well. He's got he's got a selection, and he tries to pull out some pliers, and we never actually see him pull it off. He just kind of you know we see him just struggling and you know as best he can to do it, but he just quite can't. Um, because one of the, the plot points that comes up as well is uh, there's some casual sexism from the sheriff uh, or from the chief about, uh, or oh, it has to be a man because one of the things that comes up with Camille is that there's a, there was a kid who witnessed the, the, the kidnapping of the second girl, at least he claims so he claims yeah. he saw her be taken by a woman in white and we find out that this is a a myth, a local legend that there's a woman in white, a ghost and obviously I don't think for a second the show is actually uh, suggesting we're going down that path um, it could be what Camille says at one point, where maybe someone is trying to make it real by, you know, being a woman in white. It's just perfectly possible. Yeah, well, whether that's an actual woman who's committing the crime, whether there's more than one culprit, therefore, you know, that explains the strength thing. Yeah, could be, a, could be a guy dressed up. Could, yeah, it could be someone dressed up. Uh, all these things, but the way the way the sheriff, the, the chief dismisses it though, did, did feel like a, a, just a casual. Because obviously, what we talked a lot about last week was the idea of uh, the pain, specifically of the women characters. Um, being ignored and hidden and not even being considered by the other characters and I think that was another example of that from the sheriff uh, I keep saying sheriff, I, think, I don't think he's a sheriff I think he's a chief, but that really matters in the grand scheme of things I think I think the difference is a sheriff is elected whereas a yeah. chief is just promoted to the job yeah. Well, that could become relevant, but I think in the context of a, the, the show, it's I not it's, it doesn't really yeah, matter, it's, it's yeah. not that important I just, I just thought I'd share that uh, I don't know, I learned something, there you go, yeah. we'll take it uh but yeah, another small touch actually, just in terms of people working on things around the town square. I like there was a there was a woman taking down all the one all the all the missing posters, yeah, for the girl because she didn't want the family to see them constantly. Because obviously we see the family in pain, struggling, and 
Yeah, there, there's no need for them once she's found, even if it's in this state. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to question the yeah the, yeah. the, the needs or the, the lack of the need for them anymore. So it's very pragmatic of, of, of them to take them down so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, well, cause it's something I would never have thought of, but it's actually a really nice gesture. It's like, yeah, yeah they don't need to see these reminding them like every two yeah. steps. That's it, because people don't bother. You know, if you put like a missing cat poster and then, okay, found the cat. No one bothers going around taking all the posters back down because it doesn't really matter, does it? That's true, yeah, yeah. So you've got all these people looking for your cat. <laughs> the cat's well, I, mean, I don't home. think anyone's actively searching for the cat. It's more, hey, if you see it. You're good neighbours, they will. Good, <laughs> good human beings. Sure. I mean, Unlike really, you. it's a cat. They're like, eh, whatever. No, no, no. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, so. So, so yeah, we, we have all these little like snippets of the case that are, that are brought up. And we do have this woman in White Legend. I think one thing we have to talk about with Camille is that she... We, get, we start and end the episode with her listening to music and she's, we're having quick flashes of stuff we saw last episode. We're having quick flashes. And the one at the start of the episode ends with like her seeing... like Basically her sister, but grown up. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Um... And obviously just there for a split second, then she disappears. And it's, again, much like a lot of the scenes last week where we were getting the flashbacks. And there's a few other little flashbacks here or there that are just kind of, like, very uh, neatly inserted into the scenes. Because they're not, like, outright scenes of themselves. They're just little snippets and glimpses in between yeah. the, the moments. And they're, they're, they tend to be quite relative to what's going on. You know, she's at a funeral, she remembers the funeral of her sister. and you know, It pretty, makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty straightforward stuff. Um, and and I, because we're she's seeing things that are probably not there specifically when she's talking to the two kids playing catch, she sees a woman in white in the trees, and then then they, they, they accidentally hit her with the ball, and like she turns around, she's not there anymore. Um, and someone actually in the comments did mention that some of the words that she was seeing, like like graffitied or whatever, onto like signs and stuff last week, they were speculating that those weren't there either. Like, it was just her seeing them. Like okay. what, the one example is when she she comes into the town and it's the welcome sign and it says uh, I can't remember the exact phrase. It was something like "Oh, tr- good luck trying to leave" or "You'll never right, leave" or something. Okay. Like that. It's it's and given that we're seeing stuff this week where she's she is kind of seeing things that aren't there and not in a super like trippy way where it's like you know I mean they might swerve us later on and give us like a proper little like yeah but I mean like the graffiti you can kind of take or leave right I mean yeah. I mean, I buy that it was in a head, but it's just something. Well, yeah, people graffiti. Whereas this, where it's, it's okay, she's seeing a person. There's flashes yeah. of images. It's always very clear with those things what's real and what isn't. Yeah, because it always immediately goes away, and she's like, she, she, even she's like, on some level aware that okay, I'm, I'm just seeing. I, I things. feel like they'll probably play with it. Like the killer, eventually, she'll see. Then you know, she'll yeah. turn away, and the killer will go away, and we'll be like, oh, I was just in her head, but it, obviously, it wasn't. But it wasn't, yeah. Um, there's actually there was a movie, I won't say what movie it's just for spoiler sake but there was a horror movie last year that did a, a good thing like that last uh, where the character was seeing things all movie and then so every time she saw something it was it was fine it was maybe creepy but you knew it wasn't real it was in her head until one thing wasn't and it was really there and it was actually a really good moment uh, arguably the best moment of that that entire movie uh, people can speculate in the comments if they wish I'm intrigued did, did I see this? I don't think so okay just one of the one of the drivel you watch for screams. Uh, that's assuming people don't like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, so I think this was very interesting. I thought it was also very interesting that as she left that scene where she saw the woman in white, 
uh, we'd be focusing on a spider's web in the foreground. And obviously, earlier on at the, the funeral, the, the wake, she went into the, the girl's bedroom, which, you know, I felt was a bit of a, like, invasion of privacy, like myself. I was like, oh, this feels a bit weird, just stumbling in there. Uh, yeah. At the same time, though, when her mother, like, stumbled in and started, like, chastising her for it, like, she, her attitude with her all episode, and, well, since the start of last week as well, has been so, like... What's the right word? I don't. It's not dismissive. It's more like she just always assumes she's misbehaving. She always assumes Hy- hypercritical. She... Yeah, yeah. So as soon as she started like complaining to her, it's like, oh how dare you! This is you know total breach of pri- privacy and blah blah blah. Um, this is so personal. You should understand. You know, your you know your sister and and so between the spider there and in the web later, like I'm okay, right? So the metaphor here is clearly that someone's been tangled in the web, right? Presumably Camille, being her or main character. Or at least character. she feels it's her. At least she feels that way. I mean, that that could be kind of one of the, the main points of the show, is that she feels like she's stuck in a web, but really it's just her perception that she's stuck in the web. Um, yeah. Which would maybe like tie into why she feels the need to, to self-harm. And we get more glimpses of that in this episode where she has that, that needle. Um, or even just the idea that uh, clearly her family knows her history because her mother doesn't want her chopping up an apple even though she's right there in front of everyone. And, you know, it's yeah. the morning, it's breakfast, she's going to chop up an apple. And also, notice that her mother says, I'll do that, and then hands it to the maid. I, I thought that was a, a subtle little... Um, it was, yeah. Subtle little jab there, which is pretty good. So, no, I, I, I thought that, that stuff was pretty effective uh, in that sense. And I, I do like the... the I like the, the idea of recurring images being important to the overall themes, even if... Like, you know, we never do anything big and grandiose with a spider or something like that. You know, it's just a thematic no, thing. I'm with you. And I guess this, her letting the spider go as well is just also a sign of, okay, for all the messed up, you know, parts of her personality, like, there's there, there's genuine qualities in there where you can go, okay, no, that was just an act of a good person. That was a, that was an act of yeah. kindness. Um, so, you know, we're, we're building, like, a, a strong character profile for her, which is, I think, important in a show that is so, 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 so slow burning, so so much about the character burn yeah yeah um i mean how do you feel about this you were a bit more down in the first episode yeah i feel kind of similar i feel like it's again when i'm thinking about it there's lots of good things in there obviously you know when we're talking about it, there's lots of good discussion when i uh, like you know after i finish watching i think back and i boil down okay here are the things that happen you know here are the the character beats etc there's a lot of really good stuff in there I think the the direction's still leaving me feeling kind of cold. I picked up on something this week. You know, last year I was kind of struggling to put my finger on it. Oh, go on. There's a, a really key thing in the sound di- sound design that was really bugging me that a lot of the time, especially with a, when it's uh, a Camille scene, um, it feels like, you know, uh, if you're on Skype, whatever, and you leave your, your mic on uh, the, the auto level and you go silent, so it boosts to try and pick up more background noise. Yes, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. This episode does that a lot, where it leaves the background noise just really high in the mix. And even it, it does it a lot when it's silent, and it's a bit more forgivable then, although I can still hear it kind of hissing, and it bothers me. But there are points where there are still people talking, but I can hear, like, birds chirping way louder than they should be. Mm. Just to give this... it's I, I get the, the point is, like, this, this heightened perception again there's this you know yeah i'm well, obviously it's intentional this is not a mistake in the part of no the it's absolutely filmmakers. not a mistake it's, it's way too blatant and too severe to be a mistake but i really don't like it is the problem 
I think I like it well enough when she's completely on her own. When it's just her walking around and it's just her like observing things, I kind of like it because it does have this, like you say, a heightened sense of uh, perception. Um, almost like she's been drowned out by the just the, the ambience around her. Which, again, it's the, the feeling that she's, she feels closed in by everything. She's stuck in the web, she's trapped, you know, all that stuff. Um, she's trapped in her mother's dress, which she wears, which, you know, rips at the, the funeral and reveals the, the scars and she has to quickly run out to, to fix it. Uh, which, you know, that that scene as well, like your mother constantly like you know grabbing the pen out of her hand, and that that struggle, this this literal struggle for the pen. You got people looking around every so often, yeah, just being like, "What's what's going on there?" And the beauty of this moment is, is that if her mother just didn't make a fuss, no one would even notice. Oh, of course. But because she's making a fuss and it's turning into a little little struggle, people are starting to pick up on the noise. I think it's it's maybe one of the most genuine moments from the mother in that. You know, she she's saying to us like, "No, we're going to the funeral to support the family. You know, not to do your job." Mm. I think because obviously she's been through this to some extent, and it's it's a case of no, no, no we're doing this properly. I don't think it, I I think this one is less about the image because obviously they arrived late, and I think if it was all about the image, they'd have been there early. Yeah, like, no matter what, and I think here it, again, like you say. If she hadn't took it, it wouldn't have drawn attention to it. I think it was more about just genuinely respecting the the moment in that one. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's, 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 she's not necessarily unjustified, um, in in her. It's it's a sort of thing where like I don't think she, like I don't think Camille's doing anything wrong. Like it's, a pen and paper is silent. It's it's not making any noise. It's not disrupting anything. Yeah. Um, but her mother just can't let it happen in the corner of her eye, right next to her. No, I I get it from the respect. It's yeah. the same thing with the with the bedroom, right? You know she reacts really harshly and you know really goes at her but she is right in what she's saying oh she is she absolutely is and you know obviously becomes a plot point later when she's talking to her editor uh, camille and he says oh did you get permission to go on otherwise you know it could be not not legally sticky but ethically will be the up shit creek and she's like oh yeah it's fine give me a tour at all and we knew that's a lie we we know that is just flat out blatant lie uh, and she almost deletes it at the end. She's, you know, she's, we can see it under the paragraph. She's about to delete the details about the bedroom because, like, oh, I wasn't really supposed to be in there. And then, you know, she she eventually, you know, she does click it. She, she has more of her moments, and she ends up, you know, she goes to like, you know, actually stab herself, well, not stab herself, but write another word because she's she throws out all the needles from the knitting kit, but she keeps the one. There's one in the car that she's stuck in the side of the seat, and that's the one she's got. And we end on her going to like almost. It looks like she's going to carve over the same word again. Um. Yeah. And it, it almost looks like it's building up to it because obviously at one point she sort of scratches it into her jeans which funnily enough I actually had a pair of jeans once where you could actually just write things into it if you had like just not even like a, a blade like just like a, anything that had like a uh, like even like a pen that you unclicked you could sort of scrape yeah, I, a word into it you can do that on my, on my mouse mat yeah. it's kind of like that. that's some material where I, I can get like you know just let's say a pen that's unclicked i don't really i don't really have a point here just to say that i oddly found that that relatable because i I just i used to sit and do that for uh, boredom just draw things what sort of material were your jeans that would do i mean um like because that you know obviously old old jeans are you know they're denim of some sort but how do you get them to do that which jeans i'm sure they were jeans maybe they weren't quite jeans maybe i'm misremembering and they were a slightly different material but okay it was just weird. I don't know, it was just it was something I used to do out of boredom. It wasn't because I was planning, it wasn't a first draft that I could then go underneath <laughs> and go out of the leg. Uh, but, but you know, so but it builds up to that that point at the end. It's, it's all the episodes she's thinking about it, she wants to do it. You know, she stabs her finger just a little bit and all the episodes it's rising, it's rising. 
and more and more. You know, she goes to the bar and she t- talks to the detective, Detective Willis, and you know he opens up about the whole pliers thing mm. because because she like when she first hears from the the, the chief about uh, like you know oh it has to be a man and it feels just kind of you know just just casual sexism just like no this couldn't have been a woman it takes a man to do this. She then like approaches the detective with a bit more sort of tact and just says, "Okay, so he's sure it's a man. Why does he think it's a man?" And he's like, "Well, you know, statistics, and this is this is very true. You know, the statistics say the vast majority of killers are men. Uh, this is one, it's one of those things where even serial killers are sexist. You can't even become a serial killer. Uh, your 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 chances are still lower for whatever it's reason. A hard career to break into. Apparently, as you think it'd be the easiest, you just do it. You just grab yeah. a weapon and do it. <laughs> but." And it bears on also the strength, and that's when he brings up the pliers thing. Um, and but during this scene, the point I was getting to is that there's like these guys heckling her and like buying her a drink. And again, the themes of I, I kind of like that. There's never outright um, like it's it's all very almost subtle sexism. It's it's not like there's not outright moments of someone telling her you can't do this because you're a woman. There's not like that moment. It's all of it's just this general they're unhappy she's there doing this. There, there, there's general little comments. It's all just kind yeah. of like baked into small, small town sexism. Yeah, it's all just kind of baked into the fabric of what's going on, um, yeah. and that kind of works. And uh, what I thought was interesting about the case actually is uh, Willis points out that why did the killer change his mo? Why did you know the first one was out in the forest that this you know this this little you know stream. Uh, why is this one displayed like a like a trophy almost like a presentation? And and it made me wonder like is it a different killer? Is the second one actually it the same person? It crossed my mind as well. I don't think so. You know the, the other the detective say hey you know you know some of them want to be caught. You know this is almost like daring them. I think that's a possibility. I think if I was more inclined, the first one was almost accidental in the way they stumbled into it. Yeah, it could be accidental or almost like a, a practice run. Yeah, I would say less accident. I mean, it could be accidental, but I'd say it's more he wanted to kill or she wanted to kill. Uh, it went through with it, or they wanted to kill even. Yes. <laughs> Poss- you know, very possible. Um, and they went through with it and they enjoyed the reaction. And the reason why the second one is more of like a, a taunting trophy is because they want to poke it more. They want to go further. They're, they're up, yeah. up in their game as well. Yeah, I, guess. I think for me, when I, when I say accidental, I don't mean like the 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 killing was an accident itself i more mean they didn't go out planning to kill that night it just kind of they stumbled into it and, you know the opportunity arose Sp- spur of the moment i guess maybe yeah you'd say. yeah whereas this one it was oh no it was planned that that's why there was you know there was a bit of time between it it was you know okay what, what's the plan what we're we gonna do yeah and there's some very specific i will say i did think um the 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 father of the first victim uh, he 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 is suitably kind of uh, making me tense uh, I, th- I think the scene where she's like watching from a distance in the car and as she drives by you can actually tell that he notices her there's just a, it's just a briefest yeah. moment but you can tell that he noticed he was being watched um and he's been very and obviously the father of the second victim does not like him and wants him you know far gone from their house so he's clearly i mean he's a bit too obvious at this point i think to actually be the killer but i agree yeah there's definitely some suspense and like you know i can still buy him maybe becoming dangerous just just in terms of like you know for camille for for people who are investigating i can see him being troubled and and in that sense yeah uh but no so the case is the the case is suitably interesting it's not like super mesmerizing by any means it's 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 fine yeah Uh, yeah i haven't got oh you know it's, it's not being super cliche super obvious yeah but it's not you know the most interesting thing ever either yeah um, and going back to the whole Camille bit in the web, the idea of those like sort of we'll just call them the bitchy friends who like kind of like al- almost like 
like ambusher at the the funeral at the wake and they come up yeah. and like just start talking about various things about their own kids and and whatnot and asking her questions and then our, our, our sort of our actual one true friend is it where jackie kind of uh bails her out but again it felt like again she, she feels trapped by this town the entire town is the web and yeah, she's definitely. here you know um so I, i'm curious to see like where that develops to thematically and i think um, it'll be interesting to see because I, I I wasn't necessarily expecting her to write an article before the end of the show. I'll actually be curious to see now that this one can, can come out. It's more of a of a series of articles. Yeah. it's going to be, isn't it? So I'm wondering. I'm assuming that another girl will be taken, possibly her stepsister. I mean, is that too obvious? It feels so personal that, like, especially if the killer's watching everyone and then picks her specifically because it's close to like her. Yeah, yeah, but they make a point of saying you know, that the you know the the killer goes after the losers, right? Not so, not the yeah, popular so far, kids. Yeah, so so far it's the losers who are being picked. Yeah, um, which I mean, just to 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 kind of argue my own point here, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to go back to you know gaining confidence. You know, the the second one was more of a display. Maybe they're picking off the losers because they're like, you know, they'll be easier. Less people will miss them, maybe, from their perception. So maybe they could escalate again. And start, yeah, start maybe they can escalate, the, yeah. The, the, loved, the loved ones of the community, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I could see that happening. I could see... I, I could see get after the sister if it is personal and they want to. Um, it's Because especially since, like, the sister, like, is all goody-goody with her mum, although she does break down with her mum later on in the episode. Um, yeah which is, you know, a very noble scene, but she also, we see that, obviously, she rebels against her mother's, you know, wishes. Uh, you know, in this episode, she's, you know, sneaking vodka into the Sprite. Um, and I, I think it says a lot about, you know, Amy Adams' character, Camille, that she has a drinking problem. She might not admit that she has a drinking problem. I mean, her editor even says, oh, she thinks, you know, vodka doesn't linger on the breath, but, you know, he knows. He knows yeah. fine well. But he's just, she's just kind of like, ah, yeah, you know, careful with the vodka. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you can have money for the Sprite, you know, knowing what she's doing. And, you know, in a larger world sense, it's not that extreme a moment, but it's from the perspective of her character who has her own problem and the idea that this stepsister might become like her. It's like... Yeah, I don't think she sees it as enabling a problem, though. I think the way she probably sees it is, let's let's be honest, for, for a lot of teenagers, getting drunk with their friends like that is a very normal Oh, thing. no, it absolutely is. But I, I think in this show, in the context of these characters, I think you have to look at it with a more of a... Oh, no, you do. But I think that that's the way she doesn't see it that way, is what I'm saying. She yeah. sees it as just being supportive and being like, yeah, go on, go have fun at your friend's house sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but clearly, I think you can read it as her really not being... Not not really assessing the, you know, the, the information around her. I, I think, you know, how we, we were saying, like, you know, it's it's hiding the women's pain a lot and you know you know it hit all of last episode from us you know yeah. we did with the scars for her and we were saying oh we were completely oblivious i think it's shown she's just as oblivious to to the pain of others oh yeah yeah i, I, I i'm as and we see you later on she's hiding pain and i think again going back to the idea of like maybe yeah camille seeing things that aren't real there's the flashback where she runs into the house with her sister when the kids and the mum just hugs her sister and it's oh we need to take a bath and just ignores her and i'm wondering like is, did she really like like have favourites, or is this just how she's remembering it? Is Camille just remembering that she was neglected before her death? Yeah, it's it's hard to say, isn't it? I'm not sure. Um, because there's one line from Jack that says, "Oh, before before you know, her sister's death, she was this free spirit. She was this great person, and that changed her." And it's like what we are seeing in these flashbacks does not indicate that. It doesn't. No. 
Um, so I'm, I'm I'm more inclined to believe Jackie though than than Camille's memories, given that that's, that's fair. We've seen how distorted that they can be. That's fair. And then the other moment as well at the funeral, where after everyone's left and young Camille goes to like rest her head on her mother's lap, and she just immediately gets up. She doesn't even want to, you know, be there. And I think that one's more believable um, as being real for me, because mm. at least there I go, okay, no, that's at the funeral. She's struggling. Oh, sure, just yeah. As much, you know, I, I get why that can be the the fracture of the relationship. And I think it's interesting that uh, you know her mother hiding her pain not not openly dealing with it and sort of making everything about everything else led to her neglecting camille her her you know her, her well she's got another daughter now but at the time her one daughter who was left yeah. in a way helped create who camille is so it's like an knock-on effect like her hiding her pain and just lashing out at her instead of just dealing with her pain created kind of the person and helped enable camille and now camille is kind of enabling her stepsister in a, not in the exact same way, but in a similar sense, instead of being honest about what's going on, uh, yeah. doing this. I think that's maybe kind of interesting and worth, you know, what the show's maybe doing with that. Mm, no, makes sense. So, yeah, so, um, it's still, pre- I mean, obviously it's still pretty slow paced. This episode was a little bit shorter. Um, I think to its benefit, probably. It felt like still <laughs> yeah, a bit I, I think so. There's, uh, there's less times where I go, yo, that needs to be cut. Yeah, it was, it, was about, it was only about eight minutes shorter, which doesn't seem like a lot in the grand scheme of things. You know, going from like an hour six to 58 minutes, but it does actually make a make a bit of a difference. It does, it does, yeah. Uh, overall. Um, so are we coming back next week? Are we checking episode three? You... I mean, if you want. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not massively feeling it when I'm watching it. But obviously, I, I can talk quite a lot about it. I'm not yeah, like I mean, it's kind of a lot of talking points, and I think more to the point, there's not a lot else on right now, so it's probably worth. Uh... Yeah, if if we were busy, I'd, I'd probably yeah. feel differently. But yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, I think I think it's worth uh, continuing and, and and talking about. Uh, so yeah, so we'll be back next week, episode three, and we'll we'll, we'll chat about what's in there. Uh, maybe get some more clues in the killer. I'm fully expecting. I, I, I don't think our sister will be next necessarily, but I do. I'm expecting another girl to go missing very soon. Yeah, I, I don't think next episode. I think it'll probably be four. Oh, maybe. Mm. But, I mean, it could be wrong. Now, now that we've got this victim back, I feel like okay, killer's going to. Yeah, yeah, but obviously there was some time between the the first two victims. I feel there's going to be a bit of a break. Otherwise, it's just okay. We're just rushing into the next one. Yeah, but he's getting cocky. Oh, maybe. Maybe maybe that's part of it. He's yeah. getting cocky. Or oh, there could be a time jump for all we know. Maybe she goes back home and she has to come back once yeah. <laughs> once another victim <laughs> appears. Or doesn't appear, but, you know, goes missing. Uh, yes. But that, that is Sharp Objects. Um, sharp Objects. Uh, notably, they, I mean, most players kind of are, but they specifically mentioned the players were sharp as well. I mean, that means much. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's because you can get the blunt tip ones. You can, yeah. But they specified Sharp. I think that was just an intentional choice because theme of the show uh also noticed that they were removing all the knives from the kitchen uh in the morning as well and again it was just you know camille's just and again instead of talking about it, instead of you know talking to her about their concerns they just do it so you know remove the knives and just you know i, I think it, it's time to become clear that when when her mother said oh you know the the place isn't ready for guests last yeah. episode she meant oh hang on all the knives are still out yeah, and again, it's this sort of thing where instead of communicating, they just do it. And because of that, it creates this awkward tension instead of, you know... I mean, it might not necessarily be, you know, you know, roses and sunshine having the conversation, and but it would be less of a an awkward, almost insult to just do it in front of them without saying anything, you know? Yeah. 
So, so hey, uh, but that's episode two of, of Sharp Objects. So uh, I'm looking forward to more of this woman in white and the the ghostliness of, of the whole thing and the kid with the, with the gun because you know because America because because shitty parents and yeah. Uh, so that is that is episode two. So let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Get us on the twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfudgetv. If you go over there, there's a bunch of bonuses. You get links to all of our various shows, all of our, uh, our audio feeds, all that kind of stuff, um, and some more bonuses as well, of course. But if you can't do that, don't worry. You can also just support us by liking, subscribing, and all that crap. So that is us. So thank you very much once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? Thank you.